everybody. It's Dave and Jeff. It's December 15th, 2021. I just told Jeff, I don't know how long my voice is going to last. Dude, I had zero voice yesterday, and uh, God, I wasn't feeling good. Tomorrow, you and I are headed up to the Chiefs Charger game. And so, well, I'm yeah. not going to get you guys sick. So I pushed to go to the doctor, the whole deal, antibiotics. I said I got an infection on my chest. I even went and got a COVID test just to make sure you guys were okay. Okay. But I was like. COVID test is same day result right and now, so, right? so when they told me I would know tomorrow. Oh, so, but well, that's great. Deal, I'm glad I'm here tonight. Thanks. Well, the, I don't have COVID. I know the difference, the feeling. It's the same shit I get every uh, year. Sure, you didn't think you had it last time, that's and then true. I was fucking locked down for t- two weeks. This is great. <laughs> I was locked down for two weeks. Fucking so, asshole. Fucking asshole. So he, here I am, and then uh, I just wanted to say, hey, here we go. I'll take the antibiotics, 24 hours. I won't, I'm not contagious. We're all good to go. And then we head up to L.A., and we watch the Chiefs, and we watch the Chargers, and have a good time. Hopefully, it's going to be fun as shit. We'll see. Okay, here's my question for you. Yeah. Is it going to be capacity now that everybody is, you know, over the top with COVID? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of kind of wild. Um, Walchef, I'm worried about Sean Walchef. He calls me today. Yeah. And he's like, so you got your goddamn Tyreek Hill jersey ready? I, I said, I don't like being shouted at. I don't like that at all. But he told me you were going to punk out. Me? He's like, Dave's going to punk out tomorrow, fake and sick. Oh, I'm going to punk out at all. My thing was I wouldn't want you guys to yeah, think. Yeah, you're hey, sitting up front. I am. I'm driving. I won't yeah. be sitting up front. That's a good call for you. <laughs> now, did you get a flu shot? No, I didn't get the flu shot this year. I did. Usually I get the flu shot if they if I'm in there and they go, you want the flu shot, I'll take it. But yeah. I'm not going to drive in for the fucking flu shot. But I did do that whole, I sat in line, the the drive-through deal. It took Everything took... By the time I, the doctor deal, everything, it took three hours because it's all in different locations. Yeah. I had to drive all over the place to make sure everything was done today. But I'm all, I'm all set. I'm going tomorrow. I'm fucking excited. You're going if you get cleared. Well, maybe I'll tell you on Friday I wasn't. Maybe yeah. I'll tell you I failed it. Okay? Probably. Just because just you. Wet blanket. Sean told me he's going no matter what. Even if you come back positive. He said, I'm going in the car with you anyway. Oh, boy. He, he, he hasn't had COVID yet. He hasn't had it? He hasn't had it yet. Well, we're... Dave mentioned it. I mean, we're back again tonight. Yeah. Uh, having the mask up again. Dude, I've been wearing this guiding mask all day. Yeah, until I get here. Oh, dude, and we're 80 feet apart. Come on. Uh, it's great. Tried to kill me before. This Why not try social to, distancing. At the start of the year. I guess we are. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. probably six this table, feet. Uh-huh. This table is easily eight feet. Yeah. All right. That's good. Um, yeah, just don't hug me on the way. Okay. Like I always do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he tried to murder me with the spike Last strip. January. Yeah, fuck, tried to murder me at the start of the year and tried to murder me at the end of the year. God bless you. And in the middle of the year in Cinco de Mayo, you fuck. Oh, yeah, that was me that set up that, that collision on the on the freeway. Uh, you did. Um, but it's just, you know, man, they're just people that are just such dipshits. The other night, I'm out with uh, my kids, and we're running around, and it's late. Yeah. And they want to get something to eat. We, we'd been running. Doing How late are we talking? It's like 1030 at night. Okay. On, uh, on Friday night. So we go and I said, you know, I don't want to just do Jack in the Box or Taco Bell or anything yeah. like that. I said, there's a, uh, there's a Denny's. I love Denny's. Not far from my house. So we go to Denny's. We go in. Man, they're super nice. My kids each grab something, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm walking out. There's a guy like, 
don't know, probably 15 feet away, like where that chair is over there. Older guy, kind of scruffy, looks like Sailor Jerry. Sailor Jerry, yeah. Hey, uh, you getting a vaccine? I go, you goddamn right I am, old timer. And uh, I'm, I'm not sure about things I put in my body. I was like, oh, really? He's looking to pick a fight with you all of a sudden? No, no, no. He was super nice. Okay. Super cool guy. No, he wasn't, he wasn't being an asshole. Yeah. He might have had a little bit of grandpa's cough yeah, syrup. I guess he wasn't too concerned what he puts in his body. That's what I was going to say. And uh, I said, well, I like the Arsenio Hall line where he goes, I eat it Chipotle, and I don't know what that's in that, so I'm not too worried about the shot. Hey, Sailor Jerry got a kick out of that. But I'm like, there's a part of me where I'm like, hey, listen, you toothless old fuck. If you think I'm taking any advice from you, you're, you're wrong. So shuffle on back out to your Dodge Dart, drive back home to Point Loma, go fuck yourself, and then go to bed. And it's just like, I saw somebody wrote the other day, Dave, and it was pretty good. They're like, look, this whole mask mandate, it, it screws up, you know, right? And it's like, if you don't want to get it, fucking get COVID look, and then figure it out. if you don't have a COVID shot by now, you aren't going to get the COVID you're shot. You're not going to get it. You and you're not going to get it between now and, and uh, January 15th. Yeah, you aren't. You've made up your mind what you're doing. Yeah, you're a big, tough guy. Yeah, it's free. You decided you weren't going to do it. You're never going to do it. No. That's just who you are. All right, so go ahead. I don't want you to die. Oh, I'm to the point where it doesn't matter to me. You like them to die? I'm to the point where I don't care. You got to go. Dumbass to go. And that's how yeah. I feel. That sounds horrible to say. But you know what? It's Darwinism at its best. And oh, that's that where, is true. That's where I'm at. And here's what I, I told a friend of mine around the corner um, the other day because we're talking about getting vaccinated. These are people that I really care about, people that are really close to me. That are morons. And I said, look, your kid just started driving. I go, you, yeah. you have no issue with me getting right. drunk in my house and staying in my house and drinking, right? She, nope, she said. Yeah. I go, well, what about if I get drunk and I start jumping in that car and driving around the neighborhood while your kid's starting to drive in the neighborhood? Do you have an yeah. issue with it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't want you doing that. Well, that, oh. that's where we're at. Yeah. That's where we're at. Don't bring that shit to me. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And so uh, we're just saying uh, I got a flu shot this year. I've got both shots. And now my kids on the 1st of January are at that time where they can qualify for the booster. Yeah. And enough time has gone by for the booster. Yeah, I'm some way. I get mine on the 13th of uh, January. Okay, so, yeah, but you, you were vaccinated before that, I was, you? but because I had Moderna, they didn't tell me I needed it. I guess Moderna is supposed to be a little bit stronger. So uh, they were saying there's no rush. All of a sudden, in the last uh, week, they said, hey, you can now get, get a booster. Which well, is half the dose of the normal shot, by the way. That's what the booster is. Well, I'm like, give me two of them. <laughs> Just and then give me a shot of Jameson. Fuck it. We're gonna, ah, yeah, have, ah. you gotten, have you gotten the booster yet? No, that's what I was just oh, saying. Oh, I thought your kids were the only ones. That they, they qualify on the first, okay. and there's a couple of places where you can just do a walk-in. I did it online the other day. Just let people know. It's super easy. Online, yeah. going to the Rite Aid, fucking two miles from my yeah. house. Yeah, and I, I could probably do that, too. Pick, you can pick a million places by your house. I just yeah. picked the one with the best parking. Yeah. And we'll just go in and uh, and get taken care of. But I'm like, all right. And, well, I had a headache for two. Ah, fuck off. Fuck off. You have an ass ache when I put my boot <laughs> up it. But I just, man, I, I tell you, man, the arrogance uh, that you see from people that just continue to walk around like they know so much. 
with with no regard for anybody else. And I saw it today, Dave, when I'm out and about. Everybody, I would think, if you if you've been paying attention to the world, you know that the mask mandate went back yes. in. Now, I'll tell you this. We made our way around San Diego. In L.A., we're up there a lot. There's mask mandates yep. been up for a while, and we follow that. Um, Kings games, you have to wear them? Yeah. Yeah. We weren't at the Laker game last week. Yeah. And so, uh, and so all that thing, right? Bookstores, wherever you go. But down here, it had been a lot more relaxed. Yeah. And so... A lot of places you would go to said, uh, had the sign on the door that said, hey, mask is required unless you're fully vaccinated. But I don't know. I mean, I, the, I mean, the shit in Santa Cruz, I don't know if you saw that no, today. I did not. In Santa Cruz, which they're high. I mean, anybody who spends time on the boardwalk there uh, can tell you that that's not a great place to go, great place to hang out. But now, Dave, if you have people coming over to your house for the holidays, Santa Cruz is mandated. All of you wear a mask inside your house. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. We're not, we're not doing that. Yeah, that's okay? not going to happen. Yeah. What's your What's your next wish? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I for the people, I mean, outside of Santa Cruz, yeah. the people locally trying to make things happen, they're looking at the numbers going crazy. Florida's insane right now. Was just bragging about how their numbers yeah. have gone down. Now Florida's dying. I mean, literally, they're dying. Yeah, and uh, and it's just it, I don't know. You yeah. know, as as much as we want to give them a hard time about the height restrictions and everything going on, man, I I just don't know what they do. If you if you go well, we just stay the course, and the people dying are going to die. Boy, that's a pretty tough stance to make. But it, it is. But again, the the option is there to. Put you in the, the, the safest yeah. point. It's like wearing a seatbelt. It's not going to guarantee if you're in a car wreck with a seatbelt on, you're going to live. Yeah. But you're going to increase life. your chances. And, uh, you know, it, it's, um, again, I don't I, I know for some people it's boring. It's a touchy subject. I told you about three weeks ago, I asked you what your opinion was. We were scheduled mm-hmm. to have 50 people at our house on Christmas oh, yeah. Day. We're down to 12. Good. Some people super upset. Too bad. Some people who weren't even invited have made it very clear upset they are. Uh, too bad. And it's like... Exactly right. Too fucking bad. You want to buy it anyway. a week after our party and a week after your party. And you sit there and you go through it. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll let you know how we're doing and you let us know how you're doing. We know, no, look, we know two people in the last um, seven days in their 40s, no underlying conditions, died. Wow. I mean, again, in their 40s, you're supposed to be healthy. Yeah. And you're looking at the pictures, you're like, oh my God, that girl's dead and that guy's dead all in the last week. Uh, look to me all it took early on when this thing started going on almost two years ago right which is pretty wild yeah march of, in march, march I mean, of, tw- of 2020 yeah. when you start seeing those dudes in those ventilators and they couldn't breathe yep. and it was all the people on the floor when it first happened and you couldn't be close to your family or anything else man i i don't know i'm i'm just I guess I'm selfish because I like the relationship I have with my kids and I like the relationship I have with my friends and I carry a fear factor of impacting anybody. Uh, I, I just can't imagine that feeling of, of getting somebody sick and yeah. maybe they, you and I had it because again, I'm not sure if people remember, but if you flash back to January of this year, 
lot of people were excited about the new year. I was right at the front. And then, lo and behold, Dave tried to murder me and gave it to me January 8th. <laughs> On Elvis's birthday. On Elvis's birthday, too. You gutless prick. <laughs> and uh, so I had to go quarantine for 10 days, yep. away from my kids, away from everything. Sucked. But it was the right thing to do. And uh, and you survive. You get yeah. through it. And, yeah, so we'll we'll mask up and, and get after it. Oh, my gosh. So here's the deal. You look at what's gone on in sports the last couple of days, especially the NFL, and you mm -hmm. look at the numbers that are insane. They say there were 110 cases from September up until a few days ago combined in the NFL. Wow. And in a 24-hour span, it got up to 65. 65 in just 24 hours that it is uh, taking root. And so now the NFL is trying to figure out what do you do because, you know, like the Super Bowl is set. Yeah. You know, they aren't moving the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is set and how do you move no. games and our games move to Tuesday and what happens to the Browns and what happens to different teams where you lose your quarterback and you're sitting there fighting for a playoff push. Yeah. And it has it's been a huge story what's happened. You Jeff and I right now are watching the Clippers Jazz game and in twenty twenty when Rudy Gobert got it, remember everyone freaked yeah. out. And now it's like, oh, so and so has it. You kind of move on. It just it yeah. just just where we're at, as you said, almost two years later. But in the, in the NFL, it's been amazing how many guys and how it's affected. Um, so jumping from that to we're in the, this fantasy football league, Dave and Jeff League. Yep, damn right. Play, damn right. Jeff's in the playoffs. I'm not in the playoffs. Oops. But I saw the greatest move in another league. I sound like Key here. Yeah, where I, I talk about leagues that we aren't associated with, but yeah. he's going to tell us he's in the playoffs. So this is the best fantasy football move I've ever seen in my life, dude. All right. All right. Monday, Monday morning. We're in, a, we're in the league. We're sitting there. We're in the playoffs already. They started already. And one guy needs one catch from Tyler Higby to, mm. to, to win. That's all he needs, one catch, and he advances. Okay. Tyler Higby tests positive that morning, Monday oh. morning, for COVID. So the guy he's playing against goes into the fucking computer. Every guy he had on a bye, he cuts his whole fucking roster, and, that of, and he picks up everybody that could possibly catch a pass for Arizona or, or the Rams that oh, night. Shit. And he blocks the guy. And then so the guy. But you can't cut guys if they've if it, they they have their games in play. No, he can cut his bench, and the he could cut his bench. So he cut his whole bench of guys who had buys. Oh wow! And then he fucking picked up everybody oh, possible, yeah. everybody possible that could catch a pass from the tight end position from either Arizona or LA. Oh shit! And all the guy needed was one one reception. So we're all watching because we realized what he did, and then at two in the afternoon, the guy figures out what the fuck just happened. Yeah, and he's like. Fuck you, Alex. Fuck your 19 years friendship. Fuck the ski trip. It's over. He <laughs> dude, he was so wow. fucking pissed, but it was the ballsiest fucking move I've yeah. ever seen. I was impressed. I was like, this guy deserves half the money just for this fucking move. I was uh, I was super hyped up to, to watch it. And a bigger kick in the nuts the next day. Higby, yeah. false positive. Oh! There you go. Big fuck you. Well, it's great. Um, I'm not going to say anything about our playoffs because nobody cares. Uh, but yeah, other than the fact I'm in and you're out, I'm out. Even though I have the same record as the guy that that I'm fucking out with, I, it's funny. Kyle Fluger was here yesterday. Yeah, and he, he's the, he's the commissioner. He's the commissioner of the league. And I was wearing the mask the whole time he was here. Right. Kyle Kyle was here, and he was saying, "Fuck the head to head," because I I won the head to head total yeah. points, and I said, "Nope, no problem." We didn't fight about it. One thing he told me that is important. I bring up on the show that you and I have to stop doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Every time we mention Kyle when he's out of town and he's camping, yeah, people have broken into Kyle's house. Oh, no. Yeah, like we're telling you. We're the guys on Instagram Stop that tell traveling. you when I'm out of town. 
It's his fault for traveling. Fuck, not that hard. Dude, can we let Touch shit? the stove, you get burned. Maybe you stop touching the stove. They're breaking right through his front window of his house and shit and robbing him when he's out of town. He goes, maybe if you guys stop mentioning it, people stop breaking into my house. Might be family. Holy shit. Yeah, who, who's he? Not Phil Collins. Not like everybody knows where he lives. How did you pull Phil Collins? What the fuck happened? 1986, where did you just pull Phil Collins from? I was thinking like a mediocre celebrity, this neighborhood who'd lived down here, right? And Ray Mysterio's house get broken yeah, into no, every dude, week. You don't break into Ray Mysterio's house. Yeah, when There's he's at Kemper Arena getting shit done. <laughs> Come on, Kemper calm down. Arena. Yeah, it's always our fault, right? Save it. Yeah. Yeah. So he asked nicely, stop doing that. Uh, well, uh, again, here's what I've learned. If you touch the stove and you get burned, you stop touching the stove. Oh, my gosh. That's it. That's it. Uh, I'm worried about our friend Steve Woods. <laughs> yes. So some guy wrote an email today, which I enjoyed a lot, about the Chargers. God bless Mike Costa for the funniest shit I've seen on Twitter ever. And this guy writes, uh, you know, we're sick of you not talking about the Chargers. Yeah. Chargers are on NBC every week. I'm like, well, no, they're not, asshole. Yeah, they're never on NBC, except for Sunday Night Football once. Once, but apparently they're on every week. And the guy said, you know what? Me and my friends, we're going to boycott your show. And I hadn't seen that. The only thing I saw was when Mike said, basically, yes, Dave, Jeff, and myself support this boycott. Go Chargers. Team Spanos. Yeah, we're going to tell 10 friends. We're going to tell 10 friends. That's right. I'm in. I'm going to tell 15. That to me, that stupid tweet, I don't know why it made me laugh. You've never met three guys less interested in the Chargers until tomorrow night than the three of yeah. us. But the idea that, that we'd help that idiot drive his protest against Ben and Steve cracked me up. And the other thing that made me laugh today, Pete and Point Loma found this video. I swear to God, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's from the old Met Stadium yeah, in the, the 70s, where there were plenty of days as a kid where I went out there. And it's a clip of the Vikings. They're showing the Vikings cheerleaders that every time out in the winter were out there in skirts. They were, in the V sweaters. Yes. It's snowing like crazy. And Pat Summerall's doing the voiceover of this thing. And he's talking about how great it is. They're showing the guy with the snowblower and, and trying to heat the field. And all of a sudden, Pat says very nonchalantly, well, not everything always goes right. At halftime, an 11-year-old boy yeah. was sent up in a hot air balloon. By himself. By himself. Who would do this? In a hot air balloon that goes above the lights at Met yes. Stadium. I've sat in the top deck of Met Stadium. It is high, no man. No shit. Like Qualcomm Stadium Dude, high. 20 feet would have been crazy high by yourself in a fucking basket. Dude, this kid goes higher than that. And then Pat says very nonchalantly, until the young man was dumped into the freezing Minnesota River. Oh, what the fuck is the Minnesota River? I live five minutes from Met Stadium. That video... Is there a lake right next to the stadium? That's no. a lake. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, it's in Bloomington. It's right by the airport. Dude, the I saw this kid's clip. Lucky I watched it twice. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah. It's the kid's lucky he didn't get dumped into yeah. the runway at the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport. 
which is like, uh, dude, they got like seven or eight runways over there. Not like this goofball airport. I must have, I don't know where Pete found that thing. I must have watched that thing 10 times. I love the kid. You could see the kid just floating away. Yeah. And Pat Summerall is just treating it like, you know. You see this every day. Yeah. Like the NFL should have taken the Vikings out of Minnesota as a punishment for that. I, dude, I got to play this. It's I the craziest play. shit ever. It is, yes. How did the parents sign off on that? I don't know. Uh, like It was like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory in the last scene. Yeah. <laughs> I just, the kid just floats away. And I'm like, woo. Oh, here, hang on. Dude, if that was you as at 11, what part would you start crying? Minnesota in December is a winter wonderland, although a bit on the chilly side. The dry in the field. There are many quaint winter carnival pastimes. But some things can get out of hand. More than 40,000 watched in disbelief as a hot air balloon carried an 11-year-old boy over the light towers and eventually dumped him in the icy Minnesota River. It was a tough act to follow, but the Vikings and the 49ers. What? What? What is the Minnesota River? I don't have any idea. I, I mean, I've lived here a lot longer than I lived there, but watched in 40,000. Yeah. Watched in disbelief. Watched in disbelief. So my mom is notorious. My brother broke his ankle and my mom sent him to hockey practice. I broke my foot. She told me to walk on it. Yep. And then when I tore my ACL in 10th grade, even though you literally couldn't see anything from my hip to my ankle, uh, my mom was like, ah, it's a sprain. You'll be okay in a couple of days. So 18 months later, when I finally have the surgery, doctor's like, man, if you came in at the time, it's probably three and a half hours. Now we're probably closer to 10. Great. So that tweet went out. So I immediately sent it to my mom, who just turned 80, by the way, my brother and my sister. And I said, man, oh, man, so much fun to have celebrated my 11th birthday at the Vikes game with mom. <laughs> and my sister loved it. My brother loved it. And my mom wrote back, I should have left you. <laughs> I left you in the Minnesota River. In the minute, like, Dave, uh, how, that kid's a thousand feet in the air. Dude, I want to know where that kid is today. That kid falls further than Hans Gruber. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he falls further into that river. Where is that kid? Let's find Therapy. him. Jesus Christ. He's just nuts. He's crackhead Bob. <laughs> he, he had to have been, right? <laughs> Who did he turn into? God dang, that is funny. Oh, my God. Pete and Point Yeah, Loma. Pete, that yeah. was the best clip. I, I have no idea. You're like... Yeah, he wrote it to me. He's like, this is why Jeff is the way he is. Look what happened to him at age 11. I'm like, God damn, that probably was me. Yeah, just awesome. Did, yeah. you, did you see uh, your boy Josh Lambeau and Urban Meyer today? Well, I flash back to Josh Lambeau because you and I were very happy, right? It yeah. was him against uh, trying to Nick Novak. Yes. They were kicking against each other, and you and I were hyping Lambeau. Sat with us a couple of times, yeah. and then all of a sudden... He's a little he, weird. Remember, yeah, he was a little he, weird. Because when we first met him, he was really cool, yeah. great. He was just kind of coming in. And then the second or third time we had him on, he went to the headscarf. Yeah. And you're like, hey, man, like, 
what are you trying to be the cover guy for maple syrup bottles? Like, what are you doing here? Right. And so, but the story that he told today about Urban Meyer, where he was stretching and Urban Meyer comes over and kicks him in the leg. Hey, how about making your kicks, dipshit? I thought he said, hey, dipshit, how about making your fucking kicks? Okay, yeah. It sounds like something you would say. Well, I'm not going to kick a no, guy. No, but 100%, that's your language. Dipshit is definitely in your vocabulary. Yes. Yeah, it's great. He but kick, I, kicked I, him and called him dipshit. And then, uh, so then the talk was that he and Lambo got into it. Yeah. And Lambo said, don't ever kick me. And then uh, Meyer said, I'm the head ball coach. When a little Steve Spurrier. Yeah. I'm the head ball coach here. I'll do whatever I want. And then got released him. And then released him. Yep. Two days later, released the headscarf. I but, know. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it, it. I mean, you and I were, were you, were we here when they lost the other day? Maybe, or did they, they lost Sunday afternoon, right? They no, did. Chargers won. Char, I mean, Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, they got smoked against the Titans. They got shut out like 20 nothing. That's what it was. Okay, that was Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I was watching that with my son. And Vrabel jogs across the field, goes yeah. for the handshake. And Urban looked like he just saw that video from him being in the bar. He yeah. just, and people are like, oh, he blew off Vrabel. It's not that he blew off Vrabel. He just looked like he couldn't believe what had happened. And uh, and then Dave, I mean, just today, right? Like, Shad Khan, I don't know. They say he has trouble firing guys. That's what they say the biggest problem with the Jacksonville owner is. Well, Mike's, but but Mike, you wonder when does the players union get involved? That, I'm kicking a guy, man. Dude, in any job. Imagine if someone got kicked at your job. We'd lose our mind. Like yeah. they like I today was a really fun day. Today was a fun day for our team, for you know, rewarding guys yeah. uh for for what they did for our team. And and they were rewarded a couple of different ways. And for me and and for Chris Carlin who uh, who I work with, he and I were, were just so excited because of what our team means to us, yeah. right? Like, we love these guys. And and just, yeah, I mean, there's days when you got to tighten the, tighten the chain a little bit, but you, you never, I, I just can't imagine that. And the arrogance of Urban Meyer to do that, to know, what, what's Josh Lambeau probably wanted to fight him. Okay, I know I and Josh Lambeau would kill him. Josh Lambeau yeah. is one of those kickers that's in shape. I had no idea Josh Lambeau is the fourth most accurate kicker in NFL history. Would you have guessed that he was that successful? Not when he was here. Remember, no, like, he wasn't. we really, because we felt like he had that power leg. Yeah. And he just, on some big kicks, he, he struggled. But it's funny, man. As a Vikes fan, Daniel Carlson did the same thing. And the Vikes were like, you got to go. And then he went to the Raiders and he He's hit his stride. Yeah. Just got a big extension. Yeah, so... But Lambo wasn't a bad guy. He was kind of a little quirky. But but like somebody wrote today on social media, they're like, "Hey, I've known this guy a long time. He's a stand up guy." And and I, I don't remember him being like cocky or anything no. like that. I, again, it's not like we knew. He wasn't him well. in the way. We were there a lot. I mean, we were there for an entire. No, I can't. You know I'm what I mean? Like I'm it would have come back. Things always come back to us. Which guys are assholes? Right. Yeah, I think it that's never, a, his name was never brought up on this. Fucking no, kicker. I think you're right, uh, Dave. I think that's an accurate point. That that there were plenty of guys that we talked to. You're right, and no, I, n- I never yeah. heard anything. So when you read, like when I read that today, I didn't feel like he did. Was, you laugh? Uh, actually, no. No, oh, I left. Yeah, I, because you look at it and you go, <laughs> well, I mean the whole line and the that everything, but I think 
It's funny. You're the first guy I thought of. That's the way Jeff talks. But Dave, can you imagine? All right, let me ask you this. Yes. Um, to take it and tell me if you're going to laugh about this. So you've had a lot of kids that have played for you for the Bears. Yes. I would never do that. <sighs> yeah. No, never. Put it this way. As I say to kids and parents all the time, I've never coached a kid who fucked up on purpose. I heard a kid said that uh, one of his first years with you with the Bears, yeah. you threw fire in his face and said, that's how Freddie Blassie does shit. Uh, that's disgusting. Almost blinded John the Green Tolos. Here you are, throwing fire at guys. Like you're the sheik. Like I'm the be, sheik. Be better. Um all right, so one of your kids goes to an unnamed high school, right? Yeah. They go to modern day. Okay. Uh, because it's in the neighborhood. And you find out that your kid's out there uh, in center field. Sophomore, guys are stretching. Coach comes by and kicks him in the leg. Hey, try to get a hit today, dipshit. Yeah. And that gets reported back to you by a parent, right? Yeah. Uh, you know oh. the kid can't do oh, anything. That makes me sick, yeah. yeah. No, it's terrible. Oh, it doesn't make you laugh? Smart guy? No. I, no, here's the deal. The difference is when I read it, I 100% thought of you right yeah. away. That's exactly you talk. You're the king of using the word dipshit. All the time. Yeah. I used it today in a tweet just for you to make you laugh. Yes. I, I said two things in there that well, I was hoping to make you laugh. My I buddy, said you're going to end up in Indiana. That, yeah. I don't know if you caught that one. <laughs> Why am I going to Indiana? Because that's what happens to radio guys that stop working here oh, in San Diego. that's right. And then I dropped the dipshit. Hashtag dipshit for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, my buddy Nick Kenke came up with the, with the greatest one. Yeah, And I've started to put this in more, and I just do it as a tribute to him, because he and I, we might be the only two guys that find our jokes funny. So uh, I love this kid. Came to me by from uh, Allie, Allie Rapp okay. and Scott Kaplan. And so he worked on their show, and now he's with us, and he's great. But he said his move to drive people nuts on social media is, you got it, tough guy. Tough guy. <laughs> and I go, Wow. He goes, yeah, it gets an instant reaction, right? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah. Guys don't like it. No. Hey, uh, I got it. Thanks, tough guy. And you go, oh. So now I, I drop it on Woods all the time. Yeah. Does Woods lose his fucking mind? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like that shit. He doesn't like it. So he gets the email today. Yeah. So I write to him. I go, hey, you going to find this guy and challenge him to come out to the Ecky Field Little League? Like happened in your past? Oh, that first guy's going to fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> I told him. I think you were on the, you I were was, on the I text. I told him, I go, because you and I and Mike are the same way. That's why I fucking love Woods. That's why he will be family to the, to the last fucking day. Because I go, I love the, dude, how long has it been? For like three years, four years. He's like, I'm going to fucking, rat. I'm yeah. going to take that guy out. <laughs> and I got to love the fact that instantly yeah. it gets you rattled. Oh, yeah. Well, gets him fired up, ready to go. Oh, it does, man. I went to a, a Padre game with him. I think with we just Steve. sat there with Steve. And I think we sat there for three innings just going through our list of people that <laughs> we want to beat the fuck out of. That was it. It was, it was pretty funny, man. But I think every guy who's on radio or has a mic in front of him who gets criticized what they think is unfair. Yeah. We all have that list. I can Tara has somebody fucking would like but, to jack but up. But here's the funny thing. Yeah. Like, with John, John's so mellow, but you and I are lucky enough to have a friendship with him. Yeah. Like, we saw him a couple of weeks ago. 
And he gets wound up and gets going. And John is really, really funny because when he gets wound up and talking about certain people, right? He's he's the guy you and I have known for yeah. 25 years. And he he's not that guy on the air. I get it. He's who he is every day. I'm not saying John's phony. He's not. But with his buddies, he can let his guard down exactly. and have fun. Let's it fly. And is and and is really pretty quick witted and a and a great dude. Steve might be Dave, honestly, I'm thinking about 30 years around this radio market. My first radio job was 30 years ago, 91. Yeah. At KSDO. Plenty of stops in between AM, FM, the whole thing, right? Local, national. We've been lucky. Uh, you turned me down when you did that. I thought I did. What yeah. The, it's all fucked up. You know what's funny you say that? As I'm looking at. You turned me down, cough right into your mic, and then turned yourself. You know what's funny? I'm on number one. I'm supposed to be. Yeah. You were on number four. I know people don't care. But I've been looking at the levels. And if you listen to the show at the beginning, Jeff seemed low. And I've been playing, trying to get you up the entire yeah. time. I think I'm raising myself the entire time. Uh, that was very funny. But uh, we're going to keep this short tonight so Dave can try not to kill Have me. a voice tomorrow. I could say, go Chargers, go tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've met a guy more real on the air as he is off the air than, than Steve. I agree. I think, right? I, yeah, I agree. Because we can't claim ourselves because we spent 10 years trying to make you believe the Chargers. Yeah. We loved him. Yeah. And that dope Walchef fell, fell for it. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. Like, That's who like, he is. Like Steve's love for Manny Machado is 100% real. Like everything yes. he says about the Padres, he's 100% real. Yeah. Yeah. But like all the crazy stuff that he says, like that's him. Like yeah. that's the guy we talk to off the air. I think that's great. Like I like that. I mean, I don't know Ben well enough, but I think I think that's one of the the reasons why their show has connected so well and done so well. Because I think Ben, I, I haven't dealt with him a lot outside of like a studio or that. But Ben's exactly that way. Like, Ben's just genuinely such a good dude. And what I said to Steve... Ben has made it clear, though. Like, he says it on the air, too, that he likes to keep his distance. Like, he does right. the show and not exactly you know, super close with anyone. Like, you and right. I have a, a different relationship than Correct. those two guys. Not saying they have a bad one. No. But, like, the season... There's his... There's season More tickets, for example. Paul and and Steve went and bought season tickets yeah. to enjoy it and the whole deal. Ben's like, "Fuck that! I'm not sitting in the crowd. I'm going to be in the press box." Yeah, and was and I was wanna, honest about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But I, well, I've said this before. I think the other thing that really is a tribute to Steve is Elston's really fucking good, but Craig just always let Ben stay in his lane, which is cool and respectful. Steve's like, "Well, fuck that." And whether it was Ben Reed's raps or any of that shit, right? And gets Ben laughing, and you see a different side that you don't see every night on Channel 10. And I, I think that's great. I think it's a credit to both guys, man, that they uh, that they do that kind of show because it's fun. And, yeah, Ben's that same dude. Ben's as nice a guy as you're going to meet. But but I was thinking about that listening to Steve. I mean, the, the music trivia thing is more fucking rigged than War of the Roses. Dude, Let's give that. Dude, up. they fucked up to show you how rigged it is the other day. I listen every day at, at that time because I'm Did up. you hear how fast he was in today? When I, well, number one, he's there like so super fast. And then he asked when the other guy was ready to go, are you ready, Woods? And I'm like, are you ready, Woods? He's supposed to be out of the room. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I think you fucked up theater of the mind there, Ben. God damn it, Ben. We gave you that extra hour of sleep. And then you fuck our bit? <laughs> we fuck our bit. <laughs> yeah, today, it's like uh, 70 songs that were on Ben's playlist. Yeah. Now, this heart song started with a small guitar introduction by Alvin Jamora. And then it became faster. And then Steve comes in. Uh, oh, what the fuck was the song? Like the guy sitting on his phone is like, what? <laughs> and uh, yeah, Steve's like, crazy for you. Uh, this Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins song. What a fool believes. Dude, I heard it. That is funny as fuck. And you're just like, dude, like, you know, at least pro wrestling, they try to act like yeah, occasionally on. they're hurt. Yeah. This uh, Boss Gag song, Lido Shuffle. Oh, God, it's amazing how good you are at this game. This Mannheim Steamroller song, uh, To Be or Not To Be, exactly. The guy in the car is like, what? Yesterday he said, I'm going to try and shut out the entire month of December, is what he was saying, because he hasn't yeah. had no one's beaten him. And I'm like, you know what that means? They ran out of trips to Vegas. They go, we don't have any fucking trips, guys. No, all these guys do is qualify. It's like, people. they don't qualify for the whole fucking nation. An yeah. o- Odyssey. So it doesn't. It's like the big check in semi-pro. The $10,000. Yeah. You want a big check that says 10000 Doesn't mean that shit's worth $10,000. Yeah. And I just feel like it's, you know, I'm sorry. I feel like you and I are the ones that have to say it. Because Coach isn't going to say it. Tony's not going to say it. Ello's not going to say it. Scraby would probably say it because he's... he's Classy. He's classy. And he's got, you know, heart of a lion. Paul can't say it. He'll be like, you want, you want a third job, Big Mouth? <laughs> Driving weed all over town. Your poor wife sitting home just waiting for you, goddamn exhausted. Yeah, he can't tell the secrets. No. Jesus, you're right. But it's like, you know what? Hey, Steve, that ego's on about 11 right now, okay, cowboy? How about we rein it into about seven? All we're doing is giving people a raffle ticket to throw into the hopper. Yeah, you don't have to fucking sit there all day, right? And act like you're goddamn Jim Ladd at KLOS. I do like the fact that he's moving next week and he hasn't asked us to help him move. Fuck, yeah, dude, I hate when people ask to help him move. I wanted to say so bad, where's the new hammock going <laughs> But, oh, you but he doesn't. He bitch. doesn't think that's that's funny. I don't like that. I will not support that. I will support any jokes about his ego and his rigged music <laughs> trivia. But when you start talking about that day, he fell, and all you heard was "Ah." I didn't like that. Friend was of mine. So was his skull. Oh, it was a thud. It was. It was a thud. <laughs> it's like you know, like sometimes when they're like, "Oh, listen to the ball going off the bat." That was Steve's melon hitting that brick. Bang! Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck is right. Oh, fuck. Oh, my gosh. Right. Hey, want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Look, it rained for one day yesterday. That's Guess it. what? Completely sunny again today. Someone pointed this out to me. You talk about Alan Taylor and his great pools, and they mm-hmm. said, look, we ordered one. They are outstanding. Alan Taylor's pools are fantastic. But they said, guess what? We mm-hmm. got the pool. It's the damn jacuzzi you never mentioned. Look at this weather in the winter. Get your own goddamn time. show and mention the jacuzzi. You, you know, 
<laughs> I'm surprised Alan hasn't yelled at us. He doesn't hey guys, yell at us. He loves us. We have jacuzzis, you fucker. When it's, when it's cold in December, people sit in those jacuzzis, and they drink oh, beer, and they smoke cold. cigars. It's good. And the girls go in topless, and that's what happens. Is that right? So look, the pool's great. Ooh, the jacuzzi's no. great. He's going to do things in your backyard that will make your head spin. Also, don't forget to ask All him legal. about the available <laughs> financing. All legal. Yeah. All legal. Yeah. Taylor May Pools. Don't forget, Alan Taylor's the guy you want to talk to. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I like it at night because when you go out, it's about 47 degrees. Oh, and I have a science question for you. And yeah. I genuinely don't know the answer. We'll do it uh, before we tell you the next spot. But okay. at 47 degrees, this used to be fun in Minneapolis before the winter kicked in. We would have a pool in our complex and you would try to do that challenge, right? Like, how far could you hang in that pool? And then we had one at my complex uh, where my condo was in La Costa. And this time of year, it would be so fun. Kind of like you said, Dave, they'd have the jacuzzi, and you would fire it up, and you'd be like, okay, how painful is, like, it's one thing if you're just getting out, you're going into the, going in uh, the back door to your house. This was like a, 200-yard run across the street, right? And you go for it. Yeah. I spend four days in bed with hypothermia, <laughs> but that's it. But a little bit of cold weather right now. Crazy to think that we're just a couple of, way, couple of weeks away from the new year. And uh, and then we just start, once that, once that calendar turns, man, it starts getting warmer. So, yeah, maybe you don't want to be part of the Polar Bear Club, but you <laughs> definitely want to have your pool and your jacuzzi in place for the summer. Perfect time to give Alan and his team a call so they can start making those plans and what would be better under the t- under the tree uh, or the menorah. <laughs> you don't put anything under the menorah. It'll catch fire. Ah, oh, fuck, that's true. All right, well, uh, hook somebody up with a uh, tailor-made pool <laughs> gift card. What's your science question? My science question is this. My kids and I... I'm fascinated by this, and, and they they don't really know the answer. And they just kind of humble me uh, or humor me by, by trying to act interested. Okay. But because we often drive home at night, uh, it gets chilly. So we, we watch the temperature gauge. And again, the other night we're out running around. And it's the same thing. It's like 50 degrees, right? Yeah. So I said, okay. If we were doing like a family vacation and we were just like, we just want to go for it, right? We go, we want to try to be in Dallas and we want to try to be there in like 24 hours. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. have done those kind of trips yeah. where you're not stopping at a hotel or doing anything else. I said, what if our plan was just to go and you're going to stop in rest stops, crash out for five, six hours, and then get back up and get on the road. I'm like, overnight, when it's getting down into, like, the 40s and everything else, I said, you've got, I've got a Sonata hybrid. Yeah. Pretty good back seat. Yeah. And the two front seats are are comfortable. Do you have the heater on it? Well, I try, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, they didn't, they didn't fuck around. Do you use the heater? Uh, yeah. So yes. that's my question, Dave. Go ahead. So I said, we're driving, we're making... Do you use the heated steering wheel too? No, for Christ's sake. What's the matter with you? Every time my wife gets in my car, she does it. 
turns the heat on. Oh, turns the fucking heated steering wheel on. Go home. Get out of the car, for Christ's sake. Yeah. My hands are cold. Go home. Put gloves on. No, my question is, Dave, if you pull into that, and this is a science question, yeah. we, we're always trying to figure this out. You pull into that rest stop, you're like, okay, it's midnight. Yeah, We're going to be back on the road at 6, so there's no reason to waste money on a hotel. The heat's been running. You've got somebody in the passenger side crashed out, somebody in the driver's side crashed out, somebody laying in the back seat crashed out. The heat's been on for a couple hours. Now you stop at that rest stop. How long will that heat and that car hold before it gets starts getting really, really fucking cold? Because none of us feel like, oh, it'll hang for the six hours. Dude, I don't think it'll hang for 20 minutes. That's what I wondered. Yeah. That's what we're wondering. Like, does it even go an hour? Fuck no, dude. It no would start, way. you'd start, because. You ever be in your car when you have the air conditioning full blast and you turn it off? And it, you yeah. turn the car off and you're like, within three minutes, you're dying. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, the same thing in reverse. That's what we're wondering. Like, would it even, because it's not like you have, you know, insulation in the house. Yeah. Everything is sealed tight. But that's not the case in the car. No. I mean, it keeps the rain out. But I don't know. Maybe somebody's like, no, you could be okay for two hours. No way. We talk about it all the time. And the colder it gets, we're like, Shit, would even last an hour and a half, or would we be up and be like, bullshit, at 1.30 yeah. in the morning, would we be back on the road because it's too damn You look cold. like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Yes. What you look like. God damn, that's true. <laughs> Just go get a goddamn hotel. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Pay that TOT tax. We'll be back on the road at 1. No shit. <laughs> All right, so you don't, not even an hour. No, I'd say you don't even get an hour. There's got to be people. Like, okay, so Ann, what about... Truck drivers. This was the other thing that we talked well, about. Well, they, they have that guy dang engine. They have that diesel engine, and then they keep it running. All those guys. They have like those, a generator or something? Those truck drivers have it, have it made pretty good. I found yeah. out, I was talking to a truck driver just a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how they have the bed in the back. Yeah. And then they also say truck drivers never pull over to take a piss. They have that piss funnel. They, they, just, pee, they just pee while they're driving. I didn't need that part. Well, I'm but, just saying. That's why you never see guys just pull off for no reason. Yeah. Well, and plus trying to. But we were on, remember we were on a bit of the kick of yeah. the the winter snow fort, how people were surviving in the snow? Yeah. Somehow that transformed into those guys, those big rig truckers, and admiring what they had. Oh, look at this guy with his surround sound. Oh, look at that TV right there hanging out. I'm like, yeah, goddamn chance I'll ever, why are we watching these? And we congr- congratulate guys, right? One guy had like a full-on kitchen yeah. that he'd put in. And BG, then, BG and the bear. Yeah. And you go, oh. But then you get the other guy, and he's like, well, let me show you the back here. And you go, well, look at that ratty blanket this guy just put up for TV to see. My God. Act like you're goddamn, you know, got your shit together here, sir. <laughs> sir. I'm going to trust you to drive 40,000 pineapples from San Diego to Boise? And he came and put goddamn clean sheet on the bed, you dirty slob. Fuck off. Would you would you honestly sleep at a rest stop? Would you be afraid someone would slit your neck? Like would you be okay with it? I no. Yeah, me neither. I wouldn't even sleep on a fucking airplane. I'm afraid someone's just gonna walk by and hit me in the nuts. <laughs> you would. Just come in. You're like, I was flying to yeah. Chicago. And some guy flicked me right in the nuts. <laughs> Like Will Ferrell, and he's found it yeah, out. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I sure do like your muscle shirt. 
look at that girl back there. Uh, look at the girl over the shoulder. That's uh, go rewind. I am. I'm rewinding it. That's funny as shit. That's my. That's the GM of my football team. Oh, yeah. Look at that's her, right? <laughs> Look at that's her right there, isn't it? Yeah, it completely looks like a girl from Utah. Oh my god! God, probably Jesus. Hey, Brian Curry is the guy you want to talk to, especially as we head into the new year. You think about what's going on with your house. So many people right now. Everyone who owns a house has asked this question: Do we get out? I mean, it's amazing yeah. how much we're going to get for a house. Everybody's had this conversation at home. Look, you can have the conversation with a bunch of dipshits in your house. But look, yeah. the guy you need to talk to, that's the expert. It's Brian Curry. Brian Curry understands what's going on in the market because he's been involved in it for more than 25 years. He knows San Diego County better than anyone else. Give Brian Curry a call at 619-251-1588. Get the most for your home. 619-251-1588. That's the other thing we talk about. Could you get an apartment downtown? with a patio and would you be willing to camp out on the patio overnight oh fuck that we like that discussion do you really yeah and then uh, of course it's like well why would you do that you yeah. got a goddamn bed no inside shit. it's a, it's just yeah, why would you do that because it's like man against the elements and we love talking the talk and then when it comes down to actually doing it no way done every time but for a couple yeah. of minutes you're like hey I'm sleeping on the balcony. Up high up there. Look at that. You got nothing blocking you. It's just you against the wind. And they're like, oh, yeah. I don't think so. We'd be out. Imagine as a neighbor, you just come out to have your cigarette. You just look over. Your neighbor's in a sleeping bag. How you doing, neighbor? You would say, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Are you okay? Yeah. You locked out? No, I'm not locked out. I just want to see if I can... Make it. That's the dumbest thing of all time. Why don't you go down to goddamn Balboa Park, you yeah. know? Yeah. No uh, way. No way. I know. Yeah, it's always, like, I don't know why we, it's so fun talking about different things against the elements. Crack oh up. Oh, dude, I've never thought about that one time. That's funny you say that. All right, well, now when you're driving around, be like, hey, where can I go right there? Can I sleep on that balcony? Why would you? Okay, here's a question for you. I have no idea, but, but this is my biggest fear. As you know, even when we do the show and the weather's warm, yeah, mosquitoes. I'm always afraid of mosquitoes. I always, uh-huh. I always get bit. If you lived, let's say, on the 10th floor of, uh-huh. of a building like that by Petco Park, yeah, are you out of the range of mosquitoes? Yeah. You think so? Completely. Mosquitoes don't go that high? No, hell no. That goddamn Learjet mosquitoes. <laughs> I lived in Minnesota, dude. Like the days of... That's all you dealt with all day. Yeah. You just, you you brushed your teeth and then you covered yourself in off. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, off <laughs> is the biggest fraud ever. I use it every fucking day you and I do a show when the weather's yeah, more than Yeah, how many 70. times do you get bit? I never get bit. I don't. Yeah. Off is like uh, like popcorn to mosquitoes. They love it. Like, ah, <laughs> this is great. Why do you guys say that? You're going to get sued. Who's going to sue me? The CEO of Off. <laughs> all right. That was all in jest. Works like, ah, oh, it's outstanding. That's all we did as kids. You know, you're probably right. We probably never. There was Off, and then there was another brand. Can't remember. But what do you think of the smell of Off? Can you get high from that? Oh, dude, I don't know. Why, don't why so. is that, that when uh, you speak, think of that? Why is it when you're a kid and they always hand out those New pieces of paper, mm-hmm. and everybody always smelled the ink. Why do we do that? Because we're weird. Um, I don't know anyone that got high off that shit. Where they start smelling markers and shit. Oh, they're and then those the guys that have the points, like the ink yeah. on their nose. Yeah, what are you Stupid. doing, weirdo? Uh, well, 
eventually I was going to tell you about Brian Curry. <laughs> and the great thing is with him. Brian always gets fucked in these commercials. Well, because I start thinking about places I want to live. And it's the great thing, right? But I do think now, like, Bankers Hill is kind of like, I loved IB. Sean Walchef lived in Bankers Hill. Yeah. Then yeah. It, and then it rained. Some crazy lady in the neighborhood was going around threatening to cut people's brakes. That's why Sean got out. Can't have Rosie putting up with that. Um, but we, we talked about IB, and then it rained yesterday. You're like, oh, boy. Two places you don't want to be when it rains in this town. Fashion Valley. On the west end of Fashion Valley. Jesus. And uh, and down in IB. And anywhere near the Tijuana River, especially if you own horses. Right? <laughs> Always send Jesse Macias out there. Well, there's 40 horses loose. Well, what the hell is going on? We've known rain was coming for nine weeks. Um, that's why I'm going to live downtown or live at Bankers Hill. I don't have to deal with any of that. But the biggest challenge I'm going to have to deal with is HOAs and yeah. parking and all those different things, right? Those are the things I think about. But there's 50 or 60 other things that I'm not thinking about. Guess who is? Brian Curry. That's why he's the best guy for your team. Absolutely. And yeah, he absolutely. probably did sleep outside. Oh, Brian had to sleep outside. It was part of his job. All the time. Yeah. I don't think he was like, uh, what, what sleeping bag is this? <laughs> he was like, you take the sleeping bag. I'm fine. I got shorts. Flip flops are like Brian. Goddamn. <laughs> BC, uh, it's gonna be pretty chilly out there. Over. Yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about anything. Give that blanket. Send that over to that Palais kid. Palais in his house. BC. Over. Yeah, I know. You ever met the guy? Roger that. Out. You know, Dan's, I mean, Dan, you know, Brian's one of those guys that sleeps with it one eye open. He's that guy, right? Yeah, it's good. Okay, shit goes down. We'll be the first to know. Oh, it's a good way to find yourself at the uh, ophthalmologist. Getting that. <laughs> Dry eye fixed. No. Getting that cracked retina, or uh, getting that cracked orbital bone fixed. That detached retina. Oh, my gosh. What happened? I went in the door at the wrong place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got your eggs scrambled, didn't you, pretty boy? <laughs> I like you dropping pretty boy better than tough guy. I think that's better. <laughs> tough guy's a good one, though. Pretty boy people are like, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I just found this shirt, but I'm glad he likes it. <laughs> tough guy's like, what do you mean? Which is worse, the tough guy or when people say you mad, bro? That thing that went around a few years ago just drove me crazy. I hated that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I am mad. Okay, yeah. now I'm even angrier. It's, it's tough, guy, because people don't know if you're complimenting them or calling them out. Oh, you're calling them out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 100%. <laughs> They're calling them out. Yeah. Dan Williams is the one you want to talk to when it comes to your financial situation. In all seriousness, so many people right now are in debt. It's a sad story, but look, a lot of people have been in debt for a long time. I had someone tell me, no joke today, I pay my credit card bill. Yeah. And it seems like it doesn't go anywhere. And yeah. I said, are you paying I know the minimum? That feeling. And they said, what do you mean? And I, I said, well, what do you mean? It's not going anywhere. And they said, it seems like I'm paying for the same thing three times over. I go, you are. So you look at the interest rate yeah. of your credit card, you figure out exactly what it is. And if you bought one item and you put it on your credit card and you aren't going to pay it off, you're going to find yourself in a hole. It's basically oh, yeah. like buying it three times. Dan's the guy you need to talk to. This is one of those things that's extremely important. We say this is one of those things they should teach you in high school. But Dan will explain your, your credit score. It'll explain what, how your credit works. explain how you can make things work for you. 
Don't forget about his Bar Smart 2-Minute Tuesday. It gives you great videos for free on YouTube. Dan Williams is there to help you out. Please call Dan Williams. He can help you. He can change your life, especially in 2022. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Yeah, um, I'm thrilled with what I've learned from Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, because uh, we talked about some of the fun things I've been able to do with my kids this year, whether it was games or concerts or other things we've done. But part of that is managing your finances better than I have done in the past using the rules Dan taught. And today, uh, able to get 90% of my Christmas shopping done, able to make two car payments. Nice. Today, my, I, it worked out crazy that I bought my car on the 15th of the month and my first car payment was due on the 1st. Works out perfectly, right? Like, Nothing more confusing than having a car payment on the 8th or somewhere where it falls between checks. And I'm so lucky mine falls on the 1st. So today, to be able to get Christmas shopping done, to be able to make your January and your February car payment and still have a cushion in there uh, is very, very important. And it's something I take in- incredibly every day, Dave. Like you said, I use a credit card uh, for my day-to-day. I do too. But, like, thank God it's all automated, right? I'm not mailing in checks because every day I check the balance, I just pay it off. Or I wait till every other Friday and then pay it off when the check comes in. But I don't know that there's ever been a thing on that card that where the bill has been there longer than 10 days. And you, and you pay it. And so it's all those things. And so, yeah, today I almost texted him and said, hey, man, this is kind of fun to be there and... Because you make certain sacrifices, goofy things that you used to do, you give up. And then today you're like, my car payment's not even due to the first, and I'm going to make this one and the next one. Perfect way to get the new year started. So if that's how you want to be in 2022, make sure you give Dan a call. The sad thing for Dan is uh, his season's going to end this weekend because I'm going to put him out. Oh, you play each other. Yeah, and he said, uh, oh, you know, you're in trouble. I go, you're going to leave at halftime like you do the Kings games. <laughs> so then it'll be me and that twerp Gavin. I'm going to pitch him right in the river. I said, I hope you can swim, kid. You're done. And I'm going to run out that big mouth Lisa Ann. She's out. And then uh, I don't know who's left. Probably Flugs, who's such a homebody. <laughs> Home every night, cleaning guns. Setting bear traps in his backyard. I wouldn't go anywhere near that house. Or that other loudmouth, Jimmy Hughes. <laughs> They're all going out. I would take uh, Pete and Billy out, but they they did a good enough job of taking themselves out. Yeah, they, they sure sh- did. Like you. You guys, you, Key, Billy. At least, uh, hey, at least I didn't have, have a losing record. I will say that. All right? I'm proud of my performance. Are you sure? Pretty sure you did. There, I did Jim. not. I was 7-7. Seven and seven. You going to look it up? You going to call me a liar right here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 7-7. What's funny is you scored more points than Lisa Ann. You beat Bishop Sycamore twice in head-to-head games. And I beat Lisa Ann every time. Yeah, Yeah. that's really cool. Feel good about that? Yeah, I do. Nobody talks more trash than her. I know. I called her out tonight. She didn't say shit because she knows. (laughs) She didn't say shit. She knows what's coming. Her dream's (laughs) over. 
Kyle Fluger, we just mentioned Kyle. Kyle helped me out yesterday. He, he's very easy to get a hold of. You call Kyle, you schedule an appointment, he'll get you on the calendar. He's doing great things. And I tell you what, very, very helpful for uh, for the people that I asked him to help us out, not just me yesterday, but a couple other people. Kyle's the guy you want to talk to when it comes to websites, whether you're building one, you have a question about the one that you currently have, or you just didn't want to repair the one that you have. 619-500-6621, 619 Man, so many of us are probably going through what I went through tonight. It took 45 minutes after work because you go, okay, yeah, uh, I don't mind spending a little bit extra for shipping, but I just want to make sure everything gets here. So a variety of different websites where you're checking in, trying to get certain items. And it's especially great when your kids give you a Christmas list of about 25 items and you say to your ex, you're like, hey, give me an idea. How many of these things are you picking up? Yeah. And it was about 24 items off of each. I said, well, that's fucking great. Thanks for that. I go, did you leave anything? Uh, yeah, they want uh, Helix gear. I go, well, that's convenient. I fucking work in Carlsbad. Good work there. And now she's all sad. <laughs> Trying to be a nice mom. Hey, you fucking show off. Like, what are you doing? Well, I got them X and Y and Z. And they, they'd still kind of like this. Oh, that's really great. Thanks. It was fucking hung up. Have you ever bought bikes for your kids? Have they ever asked for bikes? Yeah, the problem is, Dave, like, like, A, getting from, I mean, listen, uh, let's be let's be clear here, okay? I don't have the two most forward-thinking kids in the world, okay? <laughs> let's be clear. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really hanging out with Elon Musk and, and Jeff Bezos every day. A little bit more like, Billy Carter and Roger Clinton. <laughs> and uh, so I'm aware of that. But I still, they're my best friends and I love them. Right? It's great. But the idea of them riding bikes right across El Cajon Boulevard, down the hill to uni, over to Helix, thinking that they'd have the presence of mind to put a lock on that thing. Oh, shit. Right and not come out and have a hundred and fifty dollar bike ripped off. I, I, there's too much there. There's just too much there. So no, we're very lucky in that um, great neighbors live by the condo that happen to be home in the morning and are very nice and help out with rides to school. A couple oh, that's of days. cool. Their mom is uh, able to get them to school when she's not buying everything on the list and completely fucking shit up for me. <laughs> And uh, and then coming home in the afternoon, they just like walking home. Cool. So, because biking home would be a pain in the ass. People don't really realize, but from uni up to El Cajon, like that's a pretty steep upgrade. And when your backpack's about sixty pounds, yeah, uh, not really what you want to be doing. You know, uh, I have a niece that's uh, in Carlsbad. She says everybody has the electric bikes now. Yeah, the e-bikes are everywhere. Yeah, I see them a lot. Yeah, but uh, listen, Carl- now you're talking fifteen hundred dollar bikes. Yeah. You know, now you aren't talking your $150 Huffy. Yeah, and they all got their roller derby helmets on. Yeah. And and they're all just fucking little nerds. You can tell all of them. Just look at this guy. He's got this little fucking dork helmet on. And they always got this little blank look on their face. And I'm like, hey, bitch. About two years ago, I was driving a Dyna Wide Glide. And your mom was sitting there going, God damn. I can't believe I married this slap dick <laughs> when that kid was back on the market. So you take your little Vespa wannabe and get the fuck out of here. 
where I push you in the Carlsbad Lake. <laughs> Sorry, I brought it up. I got to go. I got a home ec test. Oh, yeah? You show everybody how to sew on a button? I don't think they teach home ec in high school anymore. I don't think home ec's even they offered anywhere. No, I don't think they offer woodshop either. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. But I'm just going to tell you, San Diego, in that uh, night school class. Uh, you made Chinese food? That yeah, that one? was Monday night, <laughs> where Scott King and I were complimented. That kid posted the picture, Super 70 Sports, Yeah, posted the picture yesterday of track and field. The yeah. video game. Remember yeah, the old game, track and field? So because I got fucked over at San Diego, that shithole, uh, I had to take two night school classes in order to graduate. So Monday night I had a Chinese cooking class with Inland Empire uh, Law Enforcement and Lake Elsinore fan Scott King. So we would show up every Monday night. It was me, Scott, and like seven women that were probably miserable housewives. And these women would be like making teriyaki chicken and egg rolls. I don't even really like Chinese food. You don't? That's all right. Okay. It's fine. So we would come Have you in. ever made Chinese food for a girl you dated? No. I probably, Scott and I probably could have taken down that whole room. They that, that's like that Garth Brooks song, right? Where he talks about, you know, that summer. Yeah. Every one of those chicks had the ache. <laughs> so uh, they were going home. What's that old sack of shit that was on Three's Company? Norman? Yeah. Norman Fell? Yeah. Love yeah. Norman Fell. They were going home, and they looked at a couple of young lions. <clears throat> and they said, oh, boy, we probably got one more lap around the track in us. <laughs> All we needed these two guys to give us the A-OK sign, and we're going. But Scott and I weren't interested in that. So we would uh, say, hey, we'll be right back. And we would go down to the 7-Eleven on Santa Fe Drive. Yeah. Which was really safe, right? Because it's like a seven thirty at night class. I think we, I think Scott had a car, so we just drove over there. We'd go see our pal Tommy Gallo at Santa Fe Liquor, hang out for a while. This is all during while these women are making wontons <laughs> and orange chicken. And then we walk next door to Seven Eleven and go like uh, Leon and Curb and get a fifty ounce uh, big gulp of Mountain Dew. Yeah, you notice he's always got a big gulp of always. Mountain Dew going. That was me and Scott. And then we play some track and field long jump. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, shit. It's 8.15. Class yeah. is over at 8.30. We got to go. So we fly back to San Diego, up the ramp to the night school class, and fire up some minute rice. So here come, these ladies, Jesus Christ, they should have stuck to making cinnamon sugar toast. <laughs> hey, try the wontons. Eh, it's all right. I said El Napolito. Got rolled tacos. I'm okay. It looks great, though. And then they would just sit there, right? Jeff Scott, I got to say, the rice is very good. Minute rice. Yeah. We just picked up a $4 box at 7-Eleven with their wide selection of either Uncle Ben or Minute Rice. I think one time we brought wild rice. They didn't like that. But uh, we passed. And then on Tuesday night, I had Woodshop. Yeah. And it's what I, my kids love it. It's absolutely true. The guy would walk by and I felt like I was in Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. And I would work on a shelf. It was like a, I don't know, the shelf wasn't even a foot long. It was like a nine inch shelf by like two inches. 
This was a nine-week class. What could you put on there? Fuck, I don't Your know. Your loose change? The yeah. stack quarters? Yeah. Candle. Probably. Uh, you worked on one shelf the entire semester. Yeah. And then when he left, I would take little pieces of wood that were like inch long yeah. and probably, I don't know, quarter inch high, half inch high. Yeah. And I figured out how to make pot pipes. Yeah. Too bad you and Polly weren't friends back in the day. Yeah. So I just take my drill bit, yeah. right? Now, the guy who's fucking teaching is wondering why this guy is sanding and finishing his one nine-inch by four-inch shelf for fucking nine weeks, yeah. two hours a night. Never once is he like, why is this kid always over at the drill bit? Because I got to fucking drink. Yeah. Take like six of them over. Right? Hey, go fucking talk. Right? Get that fucking thing down. A little junior jack plane. Little fine grain sandpaper, get that thing down. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that baby's in my pocket. And then upper parking lot, San Diego in the morning, five dollars a pop. So I I could probably move. I move like three, sometimes nice. four. You didn't even pay for the wood. Fuck no, he stole it from San yeah, Diego. I'm saying those fuckheads. So uh, it's crazy they never asked me back for alumni day. Yeah, weird. Or career day. Yeah, that's funny. They never ask you back for career day. <laughs> but, yeah, so I made a little dough. Yep. Um, and I don't know. Like, it didn't work out well for Scott because if I'd had Woodshop Monday night, Chinese Cooking Tuesday night, I would have had, like, 25 bucks in my pocket. I could have fronted yeah. the bill for no minute shit. rice. I think every other week we made Scott pay for it. That's hilarious. That's funny as fuck. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going December 17th. Okay. okay. Even though today is the 15th, there are no good birthdays on the 15th or 16th. We're going uh, Eugene Levy. Dude. Machine, right? Yep. Great. I'm going to say he's 70. 75. Wow. 80 million. Dude, I would have guessed more than that, too. And I think it's more than this. I think Mm. you you have to be right. Because he he basically wrote, produced that show, Shit's Shit's Creek. Creek. He has to make a ton of money. He and his kid. Him and his kid have to make a ton of money. It only has him down for 20 million. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. He's I so funny, you. that guy. Now, this one, I would guess you're you're going to get both these right. Okay. Manny Pacquiao. Ooh. Ooh, this is really good. I got to think about Manny. I'm going to say Manny is, uh, I'm going to say Manny's 41. 43. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm going to say 300 million. It says 220. Yeah. For Manny. Yeah. All right, here's one that I thought was interesting because I thought the number would be zero on what they're worth, but that's yeah. not the case. It's Pope Francis. Oh, this guy. I like him. Everybody likes Pope Francis. Dude, right? Every religion, everybody likes yeah, him. Yeah, they're great. He's great. Um, Pope Francis, I think, is 77. Okay, older than than I thought. He's older than that. Do you want to try again? Yeah, I'll say 83. 85. Wow. I'm going to say uh, 5 million. $2 million. I would have guessed it would be zero. Good for him. His, uh, his podcast is doing great on Patreon. <laughs> Here's another one for you that I thought was older, but she's younger. For me. Okay. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. The actress? The actress. Wasn't she the, the girl in... Uh, Marsha Clark. Marsha Clark. Dude, she's really good. Uh, I'm going to say she's 54. See, I thought so too. 47. No shit. Dude, yep. you know what's funny, Dave? I was going to say 47 and I go, oh, I got to be way under. Dude, she's really cool. Um, I'm going to say because she's... She hasn't had like that big time. 
You're on the right blockbuster track. movie. You're on the right track. But she's really talented. I'm going to say she's 12 million. Exactly right. Ah, good for her. How about that shit? Yeah, she's cool. All right, here we go. Uh, okay. Five random questions. All right. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? Like, what do you feel? Oh, that's funny. I always think it's, it's, a, it's a great question on, on how you think of yourself. Uh, it, it's funny, right? What having kids will do to you and change it. My kids are 14. Yeah. So for the first two years of their life, I would have guessed I was 87 years old. <laughs> I would have thought I was pretty convinced I was 87. But right now, with your energy and able to stay up and yeah. doing things and everything else, I wouldn't go far back as 30, but I would go like 34. That's funny. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I was going to say like 37, but I, I feel yeah. I feel good. I don't, yeah, I yeah, mean. I'm with you. I don't, uh, you don't feel like you need to sleep as much. No. Nope. You're able, like I said, we've been doing a ton of activities. We yep. get out a lot. We throw the ball still. Still good. Every time I hear activities, I think of stepbrothers. Right. Yeah. Great. We made bunk beds. It's awesome in here. Um, and it was funny. The other night, I said to them, we're coming down, and there's a place not far from Staples Music Store. Yeah. I said, hey, listen, just a reminder Tell your mom we're going to move that ping pong table. Instead of going north-south, we're going to run it east-west along the garage door. I'm going to put that drum set in there. And say, I'm going to learn how to play Everlong in 2022. And I'm like, no, you're not doing that. I go, yeah, it's what we're going to do this year. We're going to figure out how to play that song. We'll play that in the air tonight. We'll figure <laughs> that shit out. And then you determine, you're like, dude, if I ever got a drum set, I'd be like, Brennan. I think we talked about this the yeah. other day. We'd be like, Brennan. Wearing wristbands? Yeah. Play for two minutes and then fucking quit. <laughs> Hang wet towels on the fucking thing. All right. Here we go. How do you find a good re- define a good relationship? Uh, it, it's... Oh, I like that, too. Um, look, man, I think, I think it's the people that are there when you need them. I agree. And, and that's it. And unfortunately, there's plenty of people, right, that, that you deal with that are are cool part of the time and then absolutely invisible the rest of the time. I'm with you on that too. But I, I think you and I would say, I mean, I don't know. I think the average person, right? You always say, well, as long as you have one. Now, you need more than one. You probably need a good five, six, or seven yeah. that that can be there and do it. And I think you and I could count ourselves insanely fortunate that we eclipse that number with yeah. people that would genuinely be there and do things for you. And I, I think that, including the guys that we talked about tonight, Mike and Steve. Yeah, I'm not helping Steve move. I no, Steve we're not going to help him move. Yeah, but That's I mean, Paul's if, job. if he's listening, if he's listening and thinking, well, when the fuck can you help me move? We aren't. No, he's got Paul, Braden, yeah. Scraby, Adam. Adam. Fuck, what's Adam going to move? Seat cushions? Those little fucking buggy whip arms that he has. Come on. <laughs> What's he going to do? Move the remotes? <laughs> Move the Legos? All right, here we go. Do you believe in the afterlife? Uh Oh, that, you know what? That's really good. I like that. Uh, I had a couple of things happen 
Like there's a part of you where you go, you kind of want to believe it, and then there's another part where you don't want to believe yeah, it. Yeah, I used to be a big, not fighter of it, but a, a, about, well, I'll find out. Like, it's not a big deal yeah. to me. Meaning that, hey, if I'm dead and I'm in the ground, yeah, I won't know. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. And if there's something on the other side, I'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't really affect me. I, my wife's family's super religious, and, man, they talk about heaven more than they talk about life. And so uh, that that's how it was. I, you know, I, I do though, I, I, I see a lot of signs and I have dreams and stuff like that. Well, I would say I do. I think at this point in my life, I'm not embarrassed to say, yeah, I do. Now, right. if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, you know, having well, who's going to, who's going to prove it wrong to you? Well, that's the thing is, uh, I, I can't, you know, after having lost Jake, I sure hope there is, you know, yeah, I, mean, I, I think that, about that all the time. All right. Let's say tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Before the game, you're like, you know, it sounds really fun. I'm going to go street surfing. I'm going to get a, a long skateboard. Yeah. And I'm going to have Josh drive me around the block. And I'm going to just feel like my inner Spicoli. And I'm just going to street surf all around. Josh is like, let's go. So you go for it. Right? Yeah. Got a little wind going through your hair. Everything's going good. And then all of a sudden, Josh kind of goes into that turn a little too quick. Yeah. And you just get fucking smoked by the Amazon Prime truck, and you're dead. So now you go, you're like, well, I mean, you asked the question. Yeah, it's a probably a good chance. Would it be Amazon Prime? I mean, yeah. it's the car that's on the road more than any other car. So now you're like Joe Pendleton, right? Yeah. And you go up and you meet James Mason, you meet Buck Henry. Yeah. And they determine you want, they're going to bring you back down. Check shit out. But you're not coming back as Dave, okay? But you get that opportunity to come down and check shit out. Who knows how much time's gone by? It might feel like five minutes, but it's been six months a year. And now all of a sudden you come down and you're like, well, you know what? Let me take a run by the old hood. We'll see what's going on. And you come out and you drive by and fucking Steve Atkinson from Channel 10's <laughs> up front, fucking water in the lawn. You're like, what the fuck? That's the guy from Channel 10. Yeah, what the putting fuck? Christmas lights up. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Not doing this little goddamn. <laughs> half assed job. Fake light putting show. Putting shit in the front lawn. Yeah. He's just got, plugging it in. Yeah. He's got the inflatable Snoopy. Yeah. And the whole, you're like, shit, I like that. And then all of a sudden, he's he just fucking chopping wood. You're like, fuck, that kid's put together yeah. a little better than I remember. And then all of a sudden, you just keep watching, and Rita just comes out with a mimosa. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I think she brought me with Tylenol for the goddamn banger I had. You need to see that? Wouldn't she just be happy up there? Not knowing what's going on? Yeah. Fucking playing tetherball. Fucking, who, who's up there? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck you playing tetherball with? I was trying to think of like. <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain. Lose well, every match. I was trying match. to think of like the hottest actress that's died recently. I was just going to start throwing out names. I was like, Marilyn Chambers. Yes. Perfect. I was going to say Suzanne Summers. I'm like, shit, I think she's, she's alive. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, she's not up there playing tetherball with you. So, do you want the afterlife? You want to come down here? See Steve Atkinson putting out a fucking. No, I don't want to see Atkinson hanging out of my house. Just going in, making a no. fucking BLT. No. Like, where the fuck did that George Foreman sandwich maker come from? <laughs> Asked for one of those for five years. Fuck. So, see someone actually using my grill? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's out making shrimp. He's got the draft back there. Like, shit. All of a sudden, Walchev and Rosie yeah. come over. You're like, ooh, what's that? Exactly. Me and Dagmar, you're like, what? <laughs> Look at this rat face fuck. 
And Steve just opening beers, two hands. Yeah. Hey, God, he's with a- his wedding ring. God, yeah. <laughs> Is that fucking guy opening beers next to my fucking grill with his new wedding ring? He realized his wedding ring's a complete replica of your favorite Lakers yeah, championship no ring. No shit. It's probably not even a Lakers ring. She got him the goddamn Celtics ring. You're like, oh, oh, fuck, that'd drive me crazy. No, tell James Mason, get us out of Celtics here. in this house. That would drive me crazy. <laughs> right, there's framed Danny Ainge game worn shorts on your office. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a little pissed. You're right. That wouldn't be good. You're yelling at James Mason. Let's go. Dave, we're gonna wait a while longer. Fuck. Yeah. Why? Is Johnny Sins coming? <laughs> why? Go. Lisa Ann shows up in a Celtics t shirt. You're like, shit. The worst. I thought this was heaven. That's true. They're yeah. like, there's a reason you're named Diablo, prick. Like, fuck. <laughs> I didn't mean it. It was good nature for the show. It's oh, fuck. Just being silly. <laughs> it's like, hang on. All of a sudden, fucking Nicole Eggert walks in. And then you just feel that hot breath of Corey Haim over your shoulder. <laughs> Sucks, bro, doesn't it? Get, with the fool, get out of here. Come on. Scram. <laughs> I love this Corey game. Haim. Yeah, this Corey wasn't fun. This wasn't a good question. You're like Corey Haim sneaking up. No. Hey. Hey, maybe give me a little bit of a head start. Let you know you're coming here, okay? Back up. Take two steps back. No COVID up here, kid. Hey, enough out of you, Haim. Oh, my God. All right, we're jumping to the next question. I'm out of this one. Fuck. If you had to choose. Yeah. Okay. okay. From not being able to hear people speak <laughs> or not being able to hear music, which one would you choose? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. After the night, it'd probably be hear people speak, including myself. Um, how it, the fuck? It'd have to be music, right? You'd have to yes. give up music. How? Unless you're going to learn sign language. and But the people that you know aren't going to know sign language. What kind of crazy, unique, select hearing do I have? I yeah. can't hear. What's, what's music? It's people singing. So yeah. everybody would have to sing to you me can, their question. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be do you want mayo on your sandwich? You'd be living in Bye Bye Birdie your entire God, life. God, right. The music man. Yeah. What the fuck is going on That's here? That's terrible. And yeah. everybody would hate me because they're just rolling in. No shit. Just wanting to get a coffee. And this asshole's singing if I want a goddamn breakfast sandwich. That's why musicals are bullshit. If, if you went around singing everything that was going through your mind, right. you'd be locked up. But somebody, a musical, it's great and romantic. somebody came to you and said, Dave, I got great news, buddy. You have had such a great year. You've done, you know, Larry Thomas calls you. <laughs> so, Dave, I got great news for you. I got four seats. I'm going to go out to uh, Barona because they put that brand new outdoor theater in. It's yeah. Beautiful. Theater Under the Stars. And I got four seats, orchestra. You, me, my date, and Rita. And we're going to see the East County Theater performance of West Side Story. No. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> no. Fuck. Why do I hate it? All right. Well, we'll go out to Escondido, okay, and we'll see Cats. Cats <laughs> and Cats. Man of La Mancha? Nope. Phantom of the Opera. No. Three musicals I've liked in my lifetime. Okay. Okay. Grease. Uh, of course. <laughs> what the, hold on. You can't sit there and say, of course. You can't shame my choices yet. Okay. 
Have you, have you seen Grease? Did you like it? Well, I was nine. I was when, seven. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So, <laughs> I saw it. Would you watch it? I, 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 honestly, yeah. they're flipping through right now. Would I watch it now? It's on VH1. I, I would hang out. I would hang out until Olivia Newton John showed up. Showed up at the end of that carnival with those uh, black leather pants. So, if you have to watch Frankie Avalon, uh, that was horseshit. Beauty School Dropout. I hate to say it. I have the whole goddamn soundtrack memorized. I thought you were going to say you had it on Spotify. No, I have. The whole, I don't have any of the songs downloaded, but I have the whole fucking thing memorized. My my cousin, who's ten years older than me, when I was seven, and she was seventeen, she, we went to see Greece every fucking day. That's every week like that $2 summer. Two dollars to go. Yeah, every week that summer we went back to see Greece. I she, do. She kept dragging me. Yeah, we were kids, and I and my sister, I think, got me the album, or she had the album. One of them. It played all yeah. the time in the house. Yeah, that's very funny. I remember that summer I was in Minneapolis. And we had, I was saying, we had that community pool. And we probably, in my complex, we had have had 17 kids, yeah. which was really fun to grow up on. And so, as a group, I mean, there were kids that ranged from 8 to 18. Yeah. Guys, girls, the whole thing. And you'd sit out at the pool all day for the summer, the community pool. And that soundtrack, the, the, here were the, here's what we'd hear. We'd hear that soundtrack. At, Saturday Night Fever? Uh, yeah. And Meatloaf, Paradise by the no Dashboard way. Light. That's Two funny. out of three ain't bad. Eagles, Hotel California. Yeah. Jackson favorites. Brown, yeah. right? Steve Miller Band. All Before, that shit's great. Yeah, like Jet Airliner and yeah. all that shit. I love Steve Miller Band. Yeah, like all that stuff you'd hear. Eagles, Hotel California played all fucking day, right? And then, but that Grease soundtrack was in there. You'd yeah. listen to that shit all, and it was just <laughs> on an album. Yeah, you're right. And the dude, the guy... Uh, he'd run in and flip the side, come right back. Yeah. Like you, you'd have to run out the gate. We had the fence around the pool for curb people. <laughs> and he'd run out and he lived on like the second floor. He brought all his speakers out. Yeah. And he'd just run out, flip the album. Dude, the kid was a fucking legend Look doing that. that all day. Love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So the, it's a Grease. I liked La La Land, believe it or not. But and a, and a star is born. Does that count? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Okay. I liked all three of those. Uh, Jersey Boys was great. The, yeah. they're, making, uh, they're making a new movie. The one that Clint Eastwood made was awful. But they're making a new one, which is more like the actual show. Okay. And I think one of the Jonas Brothers dudes plays Frankie Valley. Really? Um, we saw Rock of Ages was pretty fun. But that movie was shit too. Yeah, and then I don't, I don't know that I've seen. Any. Oh, we saw. Uh, you know, what was great was don't, Tom, Tommy. I, don't, I knew you were gonna say that. I was about to say, don't say Tommy. I hated Tommy. Uh, of course not, because it's not La La Land. Oh my god, dude! I fucking I remember watching that shit. Did you go? Were you there at uh, downtown? No, Symphony I, Hall. No, I wasn't. I remember uh, seeing it on TV though. I was like, oh, fuck this. No, Tommy was like, I didn't like the movie. It was kind of yeah, creepy. That's what I saw. It was no, movie. no, no. We saw the play at Symphony Hall. I thought, fuck, was that, that must have been, it might have been when I was producing for KFMB. Okay. Or, you or guys got tickets KSDO. for that? Yeah. Shit, old school. But that was cool. At Symphony Hall. That was good. But yeah, I, I didn't. Dude, I, do you ever see Annie when you're a kid? Someone ever God, jacket? I can't That's stand that fucking thing. Dude, it's terrible. Showed up on TV the other day. Annie's overrated as fuck. Yeah, that, I'll tell you the yeah. other thing overrated. Annie's overrated and all in the family's overrated. 
When's the last time we saw All in the Family? I just saw a... a None of that shit's funny. The All in the Family, yeah. the thing that catches you off guard is all the shit that they say on TV that you can't believe they said on TV. Yeah, and we were at uh, a That's bookstore the other night, and there's a book out, like the history of All in the Family. Instead of my kids, I'm like, one of the most overrated shows ever. Okay, it's funny you say that. I'll give you a show that I that I hated, and people go, what are you talking Maud? about? No, Mod was a little before my time. Was um, Mash? I never fucking got Mash. I never. I mean, I, I think yeah. I have a good sense of humor. I never thought Mash was good. Later on, I and I Loretta, didn't mind Loretta it. Swift was not good looking. I think guys were just crazy horny. Yeah, this is one of the fucking. It was either yeah. her or Jamie Farr. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, right, Klinger always in that dress. Yeah, that show, Maude, That show sucked. Dude, I didn't like... And all those shows were so weird. They were all like Chico and the Man with Freddie yeah. Prince. Yeah. Like all those were like... And every, and every show had a major opening, like a, sound, a song yeah. opening. Sanford and Son, every song, every show had a major yeah. opening. Je, uh, Je, uh, Jefferson's... Now, Jefferson's, dude, that I like show. Jefferson's, but the Jeff, every song... Remember, every show had an yeah. opening with a song. Barney Miller sucked. Yeah. Best thing about Barney Miller was the opening, was the song. Yeah. Yeah, that song. Barney Miller did suck. And then they made a spinoff of that shit. What was that? Was it was the fucking jerk off that got the spinoff show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, terrible. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah. It was all shit. All those shows were shit. Our parents <laughs> didn't know what was going on. Dude, they didn't know any better. Dude, you watch the honeymooners. If you ever catch an old clip of that, the guy literally threatened to punch his wife in the face every week. Yeah. Dude, I saw that same guy, super seventies, yeah. posted that picture of the Brady Bunch, and <laughs> he's like. Poor Mike Brady just trying to get some work done until one of these fucking kids busted with another bullshit problem. <laughs> <laughs> and the picture of him talking to like 11-year-old Greg Brady. Dude, Mike Brady must have been the worst architect of all time. Yeah. I mean, dude, you got six kids sharing two bedrooms and one bathroom. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. You're a hell of an architect, Mike. Yeah, you got to really figure it out. Then finally determine <laughs> he'd get his porn collection out of the attic and let one of them move up there. That's where he was taking Alice up for her mid-season review. Wink, wink. Or Sam. Oh, come on. I'm just saying that was a shocker. Come on. We're not doing that here. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Sam the Butcher, one of the most underrated actors ever. Yeah, should have been in more episodes. All right, here we go. When you were a kid, what was yeah. your favorite amusement park? Oh, well, I didn't have many. I lived in Minneapolis, so it was Valley Fair. Was it Valley Fair that I was called? That's the only one I had. We didn't have any. Um, when here, you came here, though, did you go to Disneyland or Magic Mountain or Knott's Berry Farm, any of those? We went, well, not early on because you couldn't get up there. So if you got the chance, A, it was expensive to get in even it at was. that time. It was. like 50 bucks. Yeah. So we, we went to Disneyland a couple of times. Um, do you take your kids to Disneyland? Do you guys do those? You know, the only time they've been to Disneyland, Dave, it was it was funny and I want to mention one quick thing. Um, it was the Friday after you got blown out at 1090. Rosie got blown out. Sherrod yeah, got blown 2012. out. Yeah, that Friday. And there was a dude up there in media relations who was super cool at Disneyland and would hook radio guys. Up. Yeah, they used to hook me up all the time. Yeah, and he hooked us up and we took my kids up there. And yeah. like I couldn't even enjoy it because yeah. I knew on Monday I was going to quit. That. I, remember I was going to quit. But... um. I don't know. I think we covered this the other day, but I, I just remember that week and dropping my kids off. And like yesterday, I think, was the anniversary of Sandy Hook, man. God, that story bugs the fuck out of me. But I'm just like, 
because my kids were in kindergarten at that yeah. time. And I think about all the things I've been lucky enough to do as their parent. And I just sat there. I just remember that day, bitching and moaning, still pissed about how things had ended at 1090 and dropping my kids off and just going home, trying to figure out what was going to happen next, right? Talking to VAS and a couple other places. And just put CNN on and realizing, dude, it was an elementary school. And then they said that kindergarten class. And I was like, I'd just seen Sandy Crawford, who teaches kindergarten at Rolando and is just the fucking coolest lady on the planet, taking all of our kids in. You know, my sons were barely five years old at that yeah. point. I just, fuck, man. Every time that anniversary comes up it really it just i know it impacts everybody but i had just dropped my sons off at kindergarten that day so yeah awful yeah for me it was uh magic mountain was the place that was you know it was was, magic mountain was great magic mountain was a lot of fun i remember one year in high school but uh, me and uh like three friends we got season passes to magic mountain wow and so they take your picture and you have your own card and we didn't realize till like two days later when we looked at our cards, we're in school and we're all like looking at our cards thinking, how cool is this? Mm-hmm. The guy who took the picture, took the picture like right above our eyebrows. All of us look like we were bald. <laughs> like we all, well, it was ridiculous. Like you could see the hair on the side of our head, yeah. but we all look like that we all were bald. <laughs> we look like fucking Hank from fucking. Yeah, Get Gavin McLeod. Yeah, we look like Gavin McLeod. We look terrible. We, we went back literally and said, we need new pictures. We can't even show these. These are cool as fuck. And we look like idiots. Who the hell's taking the goddamn pictures? Dude, I don't know. Remember the movie Zapped? The Magic yes. Fountain? Yeah, that was, that was old yes. Magic Fountain deal. But as I got older, man, my equilibrium went to shit. Like, all of a sudden, in my 20s, I felt like I was going to throw up on every ride. I was like, this is terrible. I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, we would just ride everything at the Del Mar Fair. Oh, my gosh. Oh every my gosh. year. The best. Uh, hey, want to mention, tomorrow, as I said, Jeff and I were going up to, uh, going up to the Chargers-Chiefs game. After the game tomorrow on Fox 5, our good friend Kathleen Bate has been working on the story for oh, about shit. two and a half months. Okay. And it's going to air right after uh, the, the game. So if you, you hate the Chargers and you're, you aren't watching or whatever, that's fine. If you get a chance, uh, turn on around 830. But um, Kathleen Bate's been working on the story. I know she's going to do a great job with it. But it's One Life, One Pill is the, the mm. title of what she's working on. It's not uh, exactly about me or about my wife or, or Jake that were part of the story, but it's about fentanyl. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're in it. She spent over two hours in our house here. She, she went to Benito Vista high school and it just so much time she's put into it. It's a three minute segment. That's it. And, um, again, we're, we're part of the story. I know we aren't the whole story, but it, most importantly, again, one life. That's a, yeah. if you, if somebody can watch this and go, wait, I've heard about this fentanyl. It, it's really serious. This is a life or death, um, choice. Um, please get a chance and, and pay attention and watch it. Set your DVR. If you, if you remember what I'm saying right now, to, uh, to take a look at it with your kids. Yeah, insanely important. I mean, you guys know the impact that Jake's passing has had on this show every day since, he, since he's since he gone. Uh, close friends of ours were incredibly close to losing a young man that's still with us, but yep. fighting daily challenges. And also, Dave, along those lines, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned her. I'm going to send a, a fast recovery to Kathleen, who has been fantastic, a friend of this show, and she recently had hip surgery, yeah. and uh, she's she said it's been a little bit of a grind, uh, you know, fighting back. But she's getting there. Posted a great picture yesterday. Ryder, her dog, is the yeah. coolest. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll check that out tomorrow night, and then uh, we'll be back here uh, Sunday night. Right? Good deal. All right, see you then, everybody. All right, be safe.
Kevin, let's have a ball Talk about things not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk the rock Sneaky backstreet door, I laugh so hard. 